What's up, y'all? It's your man Ernest, and you love Ernest here with another episode of my Two Cents Podcast. Damn, city sounds. Okay, hopefully y'all didn't hear that. But, uh, yeah, um, this episode here, I'm going to list off my top 10 favorite albums of the past decade. Uh, this is a very specific number um, because when I wanted to not pick an album from all of the past 10 years and stuff because there were some years where I didn't have a favorite album um, but it, it's just uh, just to commemorate the uh, last decade and you know top 10 because everyone's making top 10 lists or whatever or that's the ideal uh, one of the ideal listing numbers so I have 10 albums here yay 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 um so let's just get rich started with the list. At the number 10 spot, we have Schoolboy Q's with Blank Face. Um, also, a number of these uh, albums are you you obviously can hear on the My Two Cents podcast, but some of them are so early within the last decade that this was before I was doing the My Two Cents podcast, and I was solely just doing album reviews. <clears throat> Uh, written album reviews for my Tumblr blog. I I will leave that Tumblr uh, that blog in the description box below. You're gonna have to do some deep deep scrolling for these reviews if you want to see my thoughts on them. But for sure, they're there. Or yeah, I, I'm certain they're there. Uh, not 100, but I'm certain that they are there. Um, but if you're wondering my thoughts about a number of the albums that I did not get to review on the my two cents podcast you can go over there and check out uh my thoughts on that but it made my list anyway so it should tell you why uh at least uh you know so I, I gotta turn off my notifications by the way but it should at least tell uh if it's making my list that should at least tell you that it's a favorite album of mine so uh yeah blank face it's the first schoolboy project that he put out that i absolutely loved uh, and that's when I started becoming a fan or at least easing my, uh, you know, easing into fandom, I guess with Schoolboy Q, um, still a dude that I feel as though is, um, not credited enough for what he, uh, for his contribution, not just to TDE, but to just music in general i think a lot of people look at him as just somebody who is hot to listen to for a specific time and i understand not a lot of his projects hit everybody the way that uh some of his projects hit me i know crash talk was one that a lot of people didn't like and i liked it but it certainly wasn't my favorite project of schoolboy q I still ended up liking it. If you want to know my thoughts on that album, you can obviously hear it here on the My Two Cents podcast because uh, that review is already done. But at, that's, you know, Schoolboy Q, Blank Face at the 10 spot. Number nine, we have Macklemore with The Heist. Now, I know it's cool to hate on Macklemore. It's cool to hate on white rappers in general, right? But um, I don't follow trends. That's number one. Number two, when this album came out, I was really a, a, a really a big fan of Macklemore, um, and that's not going to change. Now, am I a fan of Macklemore now? Nah, the projects he's put out after this project, sadly, did not hit. 
at all at all um so this is and it's crazy because this is his debut album and this is his best project to date and i feel as though if he doesn't fix things with Ryan Lewis apparently whatever they got going on whatever situations they got going on I don't see Macklemore making a comeback as strong um or stronger than his entrance into the rap game with this album here I absolutely love this album I love the concepts I love the songs I love uh just the flow of it um, and this was a pretty dope album. Do I believe that it deserved to beat out Good Kid, Mad City um, during the Grammys uh, that year? It beat out Good Kid, Mad City? Absolutely not. I don't believe that was the case. I enjoyed both albums, don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's just... I. I wasn't upset because it was somebody that I was a fan of anyway winning something and I feel and I still felt as though Macklemore at least deserved the nomination um, for this fantastic album right here so once again as Macklemore with the heist number eight we have Tyler the creator with Goblin this isn't my first time list this album wasn't my first time listening to uh, Tyler's music because Tyler's music just kind of like crept up on me. Um, you know, I heard people, I was still in high school when he was still making music. Uh, well, he still is making music now, duh. But when he was, when Odd Future first started to blow up, right? I think I was in like my senior year of high school or some sh- sort like that, uh, something like that. I believe so. Um, but yeah, um, so I heard people talk about him, or at least this one dude talk about him all the time, and and people would ask me because people associated that weirdness with me, and they thought Tyler was weird, and they thought the people he hung out was with were were weird. <laughs> so they would ask me my opinions on Tyler, and I had no idea who the fuck this dude was, and I didn't know why people. Like, people wouldn't flat out say, because you're a weird nigga, and he's a weird nigga, so I thought you'd listen to his music, because y'all are some weird niggas. Like, I, I, I didn't, you know, people probably did say it, and my dumb ass wasn't catching it, to be honest with y'all, uh, because I was not as smart as I am now, back then, when I was in high school, even as a senior in high school. Uh, but, when I actually started to listen to him, it was I, I started to piece together how come people associated me with Tyler or me with this type of music. Now, this music hits hard. <laughs> I ain't going to front. The music on Goblin hits hard and Tyler's music in general and our future's music in general hits hard. Uh, but I was like, oh, so y'all niggas saw what he was doing and thought that that was something Ernest would like because you think this stuff is weird and it's strange and it's this that and the third or whatever uh other uh synonyms you want to you know equate to weirdness you thought that was that and you equated that with me so therefore you kept asking me about my thoughts on tyler's musical what's the deal because every time someone brought him up I'm telling y'all, I had no idea who this dude was, and I it was just one day where I, I was just on YouTube, and I said, you know what, let me see who the hell this dude is, uh, for some reason, he either popped up on my, like, feed or whatever, 
or I went searching. I just know that I was on YouTube and I first heard a song he had with uh, Earl Sweatshirt. I forget what song it was. Um, but I thought it was dope. Uh, it was crazy as fuck the shit they were saying in the song. But uh, I thought it was dope and real edgy and shit like that. Uh, and of course my young self. My young rebellious weird self liked that type of stuff. Um, so that was that. Um, but anyways that's pretty much why that and just the music being good of course and the album being good it's why tyler the creator holds the number eight spot on here um number seven we have janelle monet with dirty computer a fairly newer album when it comes to the last decade but this is an album that i hold dearly till this motherfucking day but till this day it's still an album that i i enjoy listening to now granted not as much as i enjoy listening to albums that dropped after hers or or other albums as well probably some albums that i listened to from other artists that dropped way before this album did but if we're talking about the within the last 10 years and at the last 20 years or so or music that was dropped or albums that were dropped before i was even born dirty computer uh, by janelle monet um it's a it's a great one it's a dope one it's it's an album that i still even when i was uh you know doing my even after it dropped in 2018 um i knew that this was going to be an album that sat with me for longer than that year um and it's still holding true to this day so shout out to janelle monet for that on a number seven spot number six we have Kali Uchis with Isolation another album that dropped that year in 2018 um, that is still to me sticking strong and is still an album that I I another album that dropped that year uh, that I knew I was going to like um, or further or listen to um, for more than just that year that it dropped um I don't have anything else to say other than, you know, this was my uh, intro to a full on. Well, this is my first time listening to a full Cali project and enjoying it, I should say. Um, And it was her debut album. She did put out little projects here and there. And she was also featured a lot on a lot of Tyler's not only projects, but his songs and stuff. Um. But this being her debut album, this is another one where I'm like, yo, the sky is the limit. I hope she doesn't fall off like Macklemore because I was saying that about Macklemore where when, when I enjoyed his first album, The Heist, it was the sky is the limit. This guy can only continue going up from here. I'm saying that about Kaliuchis, but I have more faith that Kali will stick to her sound and... Um, be able to continue her successful music career unlike Macklemore. Anyways, that was a number seven, I mean number six spot, Caliuchis. Number five, we have Joey Badass with All American Badass. It's the first project of Joey Badass I actually listen uh enjoy. I well I keep saying listen to. I'm 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 lying on myself. But uh, Joey Badass has been a rapper that I've really enjoyed since um, and I discovered him probably a year after I um, graduated high school. So freshman year of college, maybe, uh, is when I started to 
actually get into Joey Badass, or probably not even then. I started to actually bump him more seriously my freshman year of college. Not sure why, it's just I felt like, you know, tuning into more Joey Badass. But, you know, this does, this album did not come out my freshman year of college, uh, but it's an album that I wish Joey Badass continued uh, not making albums that sounded just like this, but at least albums that was more centered around uh, him just just rapping the way that the the New York style of rap, you know, the the way that he when he first hopped on the scene with 1999, um, that style of hip hop instead of making music that is radio reaches once again, right? Um, but that's been like my biggest gripe with Joey Badass. But other than that, this album right here holds the number five spot. Number four, we have Chance the Rapper with Acid Rap. Man, how far have this guy fallen? Now, I will not say he's had a Macklemore fallen. Um, but definitely, when I was listening to this again, um, because all these albums I checked out once again before making this list to ensure, yeah, you're being on the list, right? Um, but when I think back about this album and listen to it, it's like, yo, this acid rap was okay. A project It's probably not an album, but still it's on the list, right? Y'all know how I do. Um, but still this thing is one, one, it was, it was probably one of the most beautiful projects that I dropped that year. And I believe it dropped in, I'm not even going to guess the year to be real with y'all. Uh, but you know, it dropped earlier on within the decade. I, I, I yeah, it did. Um, or quite mid decade ish, early to mid decade, mid 2000s, right? Is what I'm saying. Um, so either or, I really enjoyed this project. And I know there's a lot of chance fans who just, just wish that he went back to rapping like this. I'm not saying he has to talk about the subject matters because. He talked about a lot of drug abuse, a, a lot of alcohol abuse, a lot of the bad shit he was doing at the time. And Chance is clearly not in that negative space anymore. But that does not mean the rapping has to suffer. That does not mean the music in general has to suffer because you're in a better place than you were five, seven years ago or so, right? Um... <clears throat> It's just, you know, I, I want a chance to make music that sounds good again, is what I'm saying. So, uh, anyways, number four, we have Chance the Rapper, Chance the Rapper, Acid Rap once again. Number three, at the three spot, we have Beyonce with Lemonade, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all thought I was gonna not put a Beyonce album in one of the top... Uh, my best, my favorite albums of the decade, man, you gotta be fucked up. Now, I know I haven't reviewed a Beyonce album. Let me tell you something. And this is a, a little, I guess, let me tell y'all something. I don't know what it is. I'm gonna just tell y'all anyway. Beyonce and Kirk Franklin are the very two artists that have never, and I mean that, have never well Beyonce one time when I was still doing written album reviews received a seven from me but the average of Beyonce and Kirk Franklin's albums projects they've put out 
have averaged anywhere between a rating of 8 out of 10 or 9 out of 10 or a full 10 out of 10. Anywhere between either an 8, a 9, or a 10. Kirk Franklin has never been below an 8 for me. Beyonce reached 7 one time and 8 a couple times, 9s, and 10s. Now this album here, I'm going to tell y'all the rating. I didn't do a review for this album or Kirk Franklin's albums. Simply because, and I'll probably start doing them this year, actually, just to so y'all can hear my thoughts on them. But I absolutely love their fucking albums. I Kirk Franklin's not on this list, by the way, but Beyonce is on this list, and I absolutely love her fucking albums. When uh, you know Destiny Child, I I appreciate what they were doing for with Destiny Child and everything, but once Beyonce decided to go solo, man, I I didn't know. I did not know that she was going to blow up the way that she did. That's number one. Number two, I didn't really think the music was going to be that good. To be real with y'all, I honestly did. Um, but, you know, if she drops something this year, I'll do my best to review it. Same with Kirk Franklin. But it's weird because... Well, it's not weird. The only reason why I haven't reviewed their albums is not because I don't listen to their albums. Because I do. It's because... I am going to say nothing but good things about it. And it's not that I want to say negative things about the albums that I review. Because I go into every album obviously wanting to enjoy said album. Alright. If I could give great 7s. Anywhere between 7 and 10 out of 10s for all the albums that I listen to. I would love that. But I gotta be real and honest with my one with my opinion and with my taste in music right i'm not going to uh lie and say somebody is good because the populace is saying it i'm not going to lie and say somebody's bad because they're unknown or the populace is saying is bad right yeah i already told you i was real honest about my chance review about good day when i felt as though that i was one of the few people that was actually given chance a fair spot now you want to hear my review for that? You can go back and listen to that. But I think a lot of people hated it or they jumped on a hate train because they saw a bunch of people hate it. I didn't like the album, but that's not because I didn't see it because I saw a bunch of people uh, jump on the hate train. I didn't like the album because of reasons I said in my review you can listen to. Right. Um, but Beyonce, I say all this just to say if I was to... Every ever since I started this podcast or whatever, and I did uh, Beyonce review uh, album reviews, um, written album reviews. Um, you know, I think I did. So whatever, go check my Tumblr if you want to see that. But I feel as though uh, people are going to just get tired of me praising Beyonce and Kirk Franklin, and I named them too because again, these are two artists that to me make very good projects projects that have never failed to me or rarely well yeah i'm gonna say it never failed to me i've never heard of beyonce now sure do i have a favorite beyonce album and i'm gonna tell you right now lemonade is not my favorite beyonce album it's of it's a good album of this past decade i will tell you that and it's not a perfect 10 i'm giving it a nine i've actually i gave it a nine um but you know i it's 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 a dope album. You know, take all the speculations aside, this, that, and the third. I think it's a dope album. B- 
Beyonce makes great music that uh, in a lot of the shit, a lot of the songs that didn't blow up from that album and Beyonce albums in general tend to be my favorite ones. Now, yeah, there are the mainstream hits that uh, do blow up that I actually love from Beyonce. But um, yeah, this is a this is a dope album. I know I went on a long ass tangent, but it's Beyonce. So it's it's worthy of it. Uh, so that's part of my reason that you're probably thinking, oh, you don't listen to gospel. Absolutely. I, I actually like gospel music. It just has to sound good. Kirk Franklin is my man. I, I love Kirk Franklin. Uh, I know he he's not on this list, but I love Kirk Franklin anyway. Uh, but again, if they drop this year, I will I will be more cognizant and do an actual album review for them, no matter if it's another 10 rated album or another nine rated album or another eight rated album i doubt it's going to be anything below that because like i said i've given beyonce one seven and from there it was either eights nines and tens all right kirk franklin i've never given him anything lower than an eight so i'm not even gonna address what if it's an uh a seven or a six or whatever right well that's that once again beyonce at the number three spot with lemonade Number two, we have Kendrick Lamar with To Pimp a Butterfly, my favorite album of that year, or at least one of my favorite albums of that year, I believe it was, Uh, but I absolutely love this album. Um, This was the type of music that I've been fiending for, Uh, this level of self-awareness, conscious hip-hop, great production, um... It was just lovely music on this album, and and it's, it's a very iconic album. It's probably going to go down as one of the greatest albums of hip-hop history, and I, you will not get a refute from that from me. Let me take a sip of water real quick. Beyonce got me out here thirsting. <sighs> real good, but anyways... A dope album. I enjoyed this album. This is this album. I was a fan of Kendrick Lamar before this album dropped, of course. But this one made me really love K Dot, and you know, it's just music like this that makes me anticipate Kendrick Lamar and make me, you know, he was on my list last week. For those who didn't hear my list of the 20 artists that I want to hear drop music in. 2020 this album plays a big part in why i want to hear some new kendrick lamar music this year and going forward of course uh so that's kendrick lamar at the number two spot number one is somebody who i felt kind of fell off chasing elaine that he has no business being in, but I'm going to give him his props. Big Crit with Forever is a Mighty Long Time. Now, I really love this album. I really enjoyed this album. This is an album that I still listen to till this day, and I still feel the same love and, and appreciation for it till this day as I did when it first dropped. I put this album and even in my album review for that album, I remember saying, man, I wish Kendrick was still making con- like like 
not self-aware, but self-conscious music, but conscious music, uh, like this, because, man, this, if he didn't go the damn route, which I was, that was the album that made me kind of disappointed in Kendrick, um, if he didn't go that route, I think he would still be making music as important and as beautiful and soulful as the music on Forever Is A Mighty Long Time was, um, but then Big Crit wanted to go a, <laughs> a, a mainstream route, just like Kendrick, but he did it worse. I think, uh, you know, Damn is better than all the other bullshit that was dro- that Big Crit dropped after he dropped this album. And I'm going to keep it funky. Um, y'all know my thoughts about his last album. You can hear my thoughts on that. I didn't think it was too bad. It definitely was not good, though. Um, and again, he's another dude where it was like, bro, like you, you all, uh, you all reach this height and then you go chase some other lane that you have no business in and, and, and then have the nerve to say, nah, you're not chasing it when it's apparent that you're chasing it either, or I'm not here to judge any of the artists or whatever. These are my top 10 albums of the decade. I would love to hear your top 10 albums of the decade. If you have a top 10 list, of course, feel free to share with the voice sharing a voice message feature that is on the Anchor app that you can use elsewhere as well. I believe if you just hit a link and uh, be a part of the show, let me know what you think about um your top 10 list or whatever you can share your thoughts about my list if you want hate it or love it that is fine with me this will also end off the list well this episode ends off my list of all this music list the next time you hear me list music whether it be songs or albums will be the mid-year of you know my favorite songs of 2020 my favorite albums of 2020 i will get back in the swing of things of reviewing album reviews or project reviews in 2020 starting next week so with that being said until next time until next episode you hear from me when you hear from me Peace out.